Hey friends, uh, welcome back. Episode two. Um, today we're going to focus on food freedom. Episode one last week, if you didn't get to listen to it, go back and do that. I basically focused on my story, my testimony when it comes to health and fitness and where, why I got started in this, um, why it matters to me. So you can go back and listen to that. Um, I'm going to do a very brief summary of that in today's also, but like not as good as last week's. So um, you can go back and listen to that. But um, food freedom. So I want to start by saying that our God is a God of freedom. Uh, he wants us to live in liberty and free from sin and bondage, right? So I want you to keep that in mind as I go through all of this today. There's a lot of information, um, and I hope it ends up being encouraging, even though like it might sound like a lot. Um, I think I think you will find it encouraging, anyways. So. Um, I want to start by talking about how we view food, and then I'm going to get into about what the Bible tells us about it. So I'm going to start with, you know, here in America, we put an emphasis on food, right? It's the focus of social events, holidays, birthdays, you know, a lot of celebrations, whatever. Um, and that's not necessarily bad. Our portion sizes, however, are huge. If you think about how much you get when you like go out to dinner somewhere, it's a massive plate of food, right? Um, now, I'm sure you've all heard of the word gluttony, <clears throat> and you know probably what the Bible says about it. Um, the actual definition of gluttony is habitual giving in to a greedy appetite over by overindulging in eating and drinking. So it is a habit of overindulging in food and drink. Um, I like to emphasize healthy habits. This is the opposite of that. Um, so on the, so there's that side of food bondage in America, overeating, overindulging, right? Um, and then there's the other side where there's an emphasis on beauty and what women should look like and uh, what's considered beautiful. And we're surrounded with all these like touched up, photoshopped pictures everywhere um, of women that aren't even real. But for many of us women, just like normal people, it can like make us feel pressured to look a certain way, right? So that we're considered beautiful. Um, and like I shared last week, that's kind of what happened to me, right? Um, there are diets on every magazine and commercial, all promising that they're going to like be the answer to all our struggles with weight, right? Um, and the truth is, though, <coughs> that the diet industry is thriving. So it makes $60 billion a year. So their answer to all your struggles is not thriving because only 90 because 96 to 99 percent of people who lose weight on these diets gain it back within the first year literally they have a one to four percent success rate like at for it lasting um the system's basically set up for failure because 
If you fail, you continue to need them. You continue to make them money. You are a repeat customer and they love you for that. Um, Here's some more startling statistics. It's also proof um, that America has a bondage to food. 68% of adults are overweight or obese. That's two-thirds of our population. Um, 18% of kids are overweight. Um, Being overweight or obese puts you at a higher risk for cancer, heart disease, diabetes, joint problems, kidney disease, gallbladder disease, liver disease, blindness. Um, People who are obese are 83% more likely to develop kidney disease. They are 80% more likely to develop dementia. And then there's type 2 diabetes. 25 million Americans have it, and 78 million are pre-diabetic. So the pharmaceutical and health industry, if you want to call it that, are ranking in the dough because a person with diabetes spends an extra 6600 a year than someone that is without it, um, and someone who is obese spends an extra... 1400 a year for care than someone who doesn't who's not obese. So, overall in America that's 150 billion dollars. So, this is another business that is booming because our health is failing. Um and so basically they have no reason to solve our problems. They want repeat customers. Um, we don't need diets and we don't need pills. What we need is to be set free. Um, so I shared my story last week, like I said, in episode one, um, you know, I've tried every diet out there. I, now for those that don't know, I have never been overweight or anything other than after my pregnancies. I did have to lose weight after those, but, um, like in general, I've always been a, a pretty healthy weight. Um, but still it wasn't good enough for me, right? That's where my bondage came in. Um, and I did a lot of binging and purging and all that sort of thing. So, um, anyways, when I was 36, I was like, Nope, this is done. I know this isn't healthy. Something, this is just not normal. This is disordered. It's not right. And so I, dug in hours of research, information and scriptures, and then I applied everything I learned to my life. And finally, living in freedom from bondage to food. So um, I want to go in here and just share with you what food is. Um, This will help you understand food and achieve food freedom is my hope. So food is fuel. We've all heard that, right? Um, It's a simple truth, but I'm going to break it down um, because we say it and we know it, but then like our actions prove that we don't believe it. So I have three points I want to make about this. First, you know, food is fuel. It's not good. It's not bad. It only becomes unhealthy when we overindulge. 
And then it's not the food that's unhealthy. It's our lack of self-control and our mindset towards the food that led to the overindulging that's unhealthy. So no food in and of itself is good or bad. Some foods are more nutrient-dense than others. But again, a single food by itself is not good or bad. It serves a purpose of giving your body energy. Um, Number two, if food is fuel, we don't have to limit it to the smallest amount possible to stay alive. This is unhealthy for your body and your mind also. So even when we're trying to lose weight, it should be a slow and steady loss, one that lets us eat as much food as possible and still lose, not slashing it down to 1,200 or 1,000 calories, which is what a toddler should eat, um, because you're not giving your body the nutrients it needs then. You need to give your body fuel. Um And number three, if food is fuel, we don't need to cut out entire food groups unless, of course, there is an actual medical reason, okay? Um, Carbs are not making you fat. Carbs are a great source of energy and for muscle building, and they are actually your body's number one preferred source of energy. Fat isn't making you fat. Fat is helping your body absorb nutrients from food, and it's regulating your hormones. The only thing that makes a person gain weight is eating too many calories. No one food group can do that. So we don't need to cut any food out, any food groups out. Um, So as you can see, if we believe that food is fuel, we need to eat it with control and without guilt. Um, it's good to try and eat a lot of whole healthy, whole foods, right? That's great. Fruits and vegetables, wonderful. Um, you know, a few Oreos is good too. Give yourself the balance because balance is king. Um, this is true in pretty much all areas of life. So I don't know why we don't believe it when it comes to our health. We balance work and family. We balance finances. We balance our time. We balance our relationships. We balance self-care. The list could go on and on, right? We emphasize balance in all these areas of our life. But when it comes to health, we take these extreme measures. We're going to cut out all carbs. Uh, We only eat clean food. We bust our butt and with our hours of cardio, we do a juice cleanse or diet pills, all in hopes of quick results. Um, or we just binge and eat all junk food. None of that is healthy. Um, we say all or nothing in any other area of our life is not healthy. And it's not with health either. Balance is king. Um, so what does balance look like when it comes to health? Um, well, diet. A diet that restricts nothing, unless for medical reasons, it allows you to eat the foods you love, allows you to enjoy eating out, going to events, holidays, and get-togethers without stressing about food. It is guilt-free. It's a life of self-control, which is a fruit of the spirit. When it comes to activity, balance gets you moving your body several days a week, movement you enjoy, whatever that is, 
I prefer weightlifting. Some prefer walking. It doesn't matter. Like they both have their health benefits, like their benefits. So whatever you enjoy doing. Um, But it also gives rest days to recover. When there's balance, there will be sustainable progress. Progress that can last a lifetime instead of a life of short-term yo-yo frustration dieting, right? I want you to ask yourself, are you trapped in an all-or-nothing mindset when it comes to health? Have you cut out certain foods of your life because you heard they were bad? Have you spent hours of cardio because you ate a donut. If you can relate to any of this, I would urge you to find balance because not only will you be able to get and stay healthy, but your life is going to be more enjoyable. In general, you'll get to enjoy life. Enjoy the birthday party without feeling guilty. Have that cake. Have your cake and frosting too. Frosting is my favorite. Um, I want to jump more into food bondage. It's like any other bondage, drugs, alcohol, but it's not something that we consider a bondage because it's so normal in our culture, right? Again, this applies to the bondage of gluttony, overeating, undereating, deprivation, like it's all bondage. Um, I told you I lived about half of my life in food bondage. And I know a lot of America does because I see it everywhere. It can look different for everyone. Um, I underate and was obsessed with being small. Others overeat and lack self-control. Well, some are emotional eaters, right? And this is not what God wants for us. Our bodies are temples of his spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Now, to me, that sounds like a command. Honor God with your body. It's like we are being told to do that. Um, God wants freedom and liberty for us in every area of our life, and that includes food. He gave us food for fuel and enjoyment, not to be a slave to it, not to let it control us, right? Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Uh, Galatians 5.13 You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Right? So how do we achieve this food freedom? First, education. We have to learn what's healthy. Um, but more important, we need victory. We need victory through Christ. It all starts with our minds. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It starts in the mind like everything else.
Um, Galatians 5, 16 through 18 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. We already have the victory. We just have to walk in it. Um. 1 Corinthians 5.17, but thanks to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 John 5.4, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. When you feel weak or you feel the war in your mind, I encourage you to pray through those moments and receive the victory. God cares and he will meet you where you are. Um, when you cry out to him. This isn't something we usually pray about because, again, it's something we just see as normal in our culture, in our world around us. Um, We trust the diet or the rules, but really we need to trust God and what he tells us about freedom and victory. 2 Corinthians 2, 9-11 says, But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He is our strength. Praise God. It's not up to us alone. It doesn't depend on our motivation. It depends on our great God and us relying on him. Uh, Matthew 7, 11, God delights to give good things to those who ask him. He wants us to live victorious. He doesn't want us to live in this bondage. He wants to answer our prayers. And I'm going to end tonight's episode with a prayer. So, Lord, I just thank you for your love for us, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, that we have victory. I thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers and you care, Lord God. And tonight I pray that you would, in the hearts of all our listeners, Lord God, turn them to you. I pray they would trust you, that they would cry out to you when they feel weak, Lord God, and that you would meet them, Lord Jesus. Um, that you would help them, Lord, to walk in that victory that you've given us, Lord God. I pray for victory in our lives, Lord. Um, And thank you, Jesus, that we don't have to do this alone, Lord God. I thank you that we have each other, Lord God. And more importantly, Lord, I thank you that we have you. Amen. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening. And I want to encourage you to just take everything I said and examine your hearts. And Um, if you need freedom, if you, in, in any way, it doesn't just have to be food. Although I, you know, my podcast here is focused on health and fitness and food and working out and stuff. But if you need freedom in any other place, this all applies to that as well. Um, all the scriptures, all the, you know, it, it, it's not just for food. So give it to God. Take it to God. When you are weak, he is strong and he will be your strength. Okay. All right. 
Thanks for listening, guys, and I look forward to meeting with you again next week.